This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Got overwhelmed? Welcome to the human race. Welcome to life. People have been dealing with overwhelm for years. And no, overwhelm is not a 2020 slash COVID-19 thing. Overwhelm is part of life. It always has been, is, and always will be. And in this video, I want to give you four ideas on how you can deal with overwhelm. Now, I'm a simple man. I love simple ideas. I want to give you ideas that you can start to implement today to decrease the amount of overwhelm you're dealing with. So let's jump right into it. Number one, I want you to extend yourself grace. Whether you are doing something that is causing your overwhelm or it's just life, I want you to give yourself grace. Now, what does that mean? That means don't beat yourself up. It means accept what it is and learn how to deal with it. A lot of people go into depression or they call themselves negative names or they just adopt the attitude of Winnie the Pooh character Eeyore. Don't do that. Extend yourself grace. That's the first step to overcoming overwhelm. And that may be a huge step for you. Because if you're blaming everything that's going on in your life on yourself, you may really have to work on the grace part. Okay? You probably extend grace to other people. I want you to extend grace to yourself. That's my first idea. It's a small idea, but it's huge. Number two, I want you to do my O-Day exercise. O-Day is O-D-A-E. What it stands for is outsource, delegate, automate, and eliminate. Here's how the exercise works. I want you to, over two, three, four days, write down everything you do, both at home and at work. I don't want you to judge. I don't want you to edit. I just want you to write it down. And then when you're done capturing all the ideas, I want you to put your list aside for a day. On the following day, I want you to schedule at least an hour where you can go someplace quiet and pull out your list. And I want you to go through that list and anything that you can outsource, I want you to put an O next to it. Anything you can delegate, put a D next to it. Automate an A, eliminate an E. Now, here's where the magic happens. I want you to actually outsource everything that you labeled that can be outsourced. If you don't know how to outsource, Go to Google and type in, how do I outsource X? Okay. The next thing, I want you to delegate everything that you said can be delegated. Again, if you don't know how, go to Google and ask. A, automation. We live in 2020. We're about ready to go into 2021. But even if you're watching this four years in the future, automation is here to stay. There's probably a lot of things that you are doing manually that can be automated. So go to Google and type in, how do I automate whatever you need to automate? There's probably a lot of software and apps out there that will do it for you. And the fourth thing is E, my favorite letter of all, eliminate. What are you doing that doesn't need to be done any longer? Now, what's the point of doing the O-Day exercise? You have a whole bunch of stuff on your to-do list, on your project list, on your task list. 
You do the O-Day exercise, you outsource, delegate, automate, and eliminate, you should have a lot less to do. Now, here is an important part of this whole O-Day exercise. Don't fill that space with crap. I want you to leave it alone. I want you to work on what you need to be working on. A lot of people go through the O-Day exercise and then they fill in all the spots with nonsense. Don't do that. The whole point of doing the O-Day exercise is so you have less to do, which lowers your overwhelm. You with me so far? Hey there, it's Mark, and I will coach you for less than $2 a day, plus give you access to a group coaching call every single month. For more information, visit MrProductivity.com. Number three, I want you to take micro breaks throughout your day. Now, I'm not talking about a 15-minute break or a lunch break. I mean, when you start feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, or any negative emotion, what I want you to do is I want you to get up from where you are. This is really important. A lot of people just push their chair back and go on Facebook. I don't want you to do that. I want you to physically get up wherever you are. Home office, corporate office, it doesn't matter. I want you to walk someplace that's quiet. I highly recommend going outside. The heat of summer, the cold of winter, it's windy outside as long as it's safe. Even if you live in a, even if you live in a high rise or work in a corporate high rise, I want you to take the elevator down to the floor, the ground floor, go someplace quiet. Okay. Then what I want you to do, I don't want you on your phone. I don't want you talking to anyone. I don't want you to look at the traffic. What I want you to do is to close your eyes and do several deep breaths. I don't care if it's four deep breaths or 40. I don't want you thinking about anything. I just want you to be quiet. I want you to let everything go for the time you're taking the micro break. And then when you're done, go back to work. Now, I've given this idea to people over the years, and I had one person who was an HR director that said, that's not going to work. I said, look, it, humor me. Just try it. And they did. And they came back to me and they said, oh, my goodness, I can't believe what a difference it makes. So try taking micro breaks. How often should you take them? As often you need. This is not a drug. This is not alcohol. This is something that's all natural that's going to help you feel better. I especially encourage you as you're ending uh, the, the race, as you're getting close to that finish line, the project you're working on, and you can see the finish line, but you're feeling kind of, ugh, you're not feeling 100%. Do yourself a favor. Do the task or the project a favor. Get up and take a micro break. Now, this may seem counterintuitive, but here's the thing. When you take that break, do you know what's going to happen? You're going to come back refreshed and you're going to fly across that finish line. Finish strong. A lot of people resist this, especially when they can see the end, the finish line. They go, I'm just going to push that rope. Don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Go take a micro break, come back, finish strong. 
And the fourth idea I have for you is learning how to say no. A lot of my clients struggle with this. They come and they realize to themselves that they are always saying yes to every project, task, PTA, mastermind, webinar. They're saying yes to everything. And every time you say yes to something, you have no idea how many things you're saying no to because you cannot look into the future. So I really want you to think about saying no more than you do. A lot of us are people pleasers. I'm a people pleaser. But when someone says, hey, can you help out with this? Hey, can you do this for me? I don't want you to just go, sure, yes, love to. I want you to stop and think. Now, if they need an answer right away, here's something I use quite often. Just say, look, I can't make a decision right now. I'm not in the right frame of mind. Can you circle back and ask me again? Nine times out of 10, they're going to find some other sucker, I mean person, to do whatever they're asking you to do. Now, if this is your boss asking you to do it, I would still... If you don't have the bandwidth, say, hey, listen, is there someone else can do it? Is there someone else can take on this task with this project? You got to learn to say no politely, professionally, more than you are now. A lot of us are yes people. And the problem is every time you say yes, you get more and more overwhelmed because your plate gets fuller and fuller. So learn how to say no. And here, if you're, if you have trouble saying no, start small. Start with small decisions. If someone asks you, Hey, can you hold the door for me? Oh, that's a bad example, Mark. Um, if someone asks you, Hey, do you want to go to McDonald's for lunch? Say no. When you learn how to make decisions quicker, then you can say no quicker, but don't be afraid of having to exercise that no muscle, okay? Say no more often. So four ideas again for helping you deal with overwhelm. Number one, extend yourself grace. Again, if the problem is your fault or it's not your fault, meaning if you are doing something that's causing you overwhelm or if it's somebody else, don't worry about that. Extend yourself grace. Number two, do my O-Day exercise. List everything you do at home and at work for two to four days, and then determine what can be outsourced, what can be delegated, what can be automated, what can be eliminated, and then actually do it. Google's your friend here. Number three, take those micro breaks away from your work area. I highly recommend outside. And number four, learn to say no. Overwhelm is a real thing. Overwhelm can debilitate you. And I don't want that because I'm Mr. Productivity and I want you to be the most productive version of you. You can't do that if you're overwhelmed. So implement these ideas today. Matter of fact, don't overwhelm yourself. Pick one idea that I talked about on this video, just one, and start implementing it today. Get that momentum going and start crushing overwhelm. I know you got this. I believe in you. If you have any questions, you know how to get a hold of me. Go to mrproductivity.com or hit me up on a DM on LinkedIn. I'm here to help you become a better version of you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for your time and attention. Now go be productive. 
And just before we go, don't forget to head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Find out how I can coach you for less than a dollar a day. No joke. And also, you can get my top five productivity tips and so much more. It all happens at mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.